I guess, uh, oh my god, I guess we're off. Holy moly, Bill. Leo. What are you, what, what is wrong with you, first of all? This is take two of the podcast. Know. I don't know. There are many How things dare wrong. You? <laughs> we recorded one yesterday, uh, and then I sensed that you were uncomfortable with me uploading it. So we're re-recording right now. Last yes, notice, are. baby. Yes, we are. You know, it was just too the the the, the chili was too spicy. Yeah, the, we had too many. We had too many takes. Since people will never hear it, we can just like mythologize about it. Oh and yeah, say, of like you know, we talked, we got too real about race relations. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's definitely what happened. Yeah, we were also too funny and too interesting. Yeah, we outlined a uh, a. Um, perfect solution to the israeli-palestinian conflict uh we didn't want that going out um we just we just put the world completely to rights and i don't think the world was ready for it no and i one of the big problems was like you said the episode was too good and since this is not going up on patreon we figured you know we can't give people like the prime cut stuff. Yeah, this is the free the free episode, and I yeah. the piggies need their slop. They can't they can't be eating a filet mignon just no. yet. Because where do you go from that? Nowhere. Yeah. How are you? Well, how's your morning been? At least tell me that much. Uh, it's been good. Um, I gotta you know I uh, I have to wake up at six every morning. I mean most people do. I don't I'm not you know. Uh, so it's nice to get to sleep in but i'm also at that i don't know if it's an age thing but i end up like even when i have the opportunity to sleep in i wake up at like 7 30 because Mm. are you (laughs) but you're if you're i mean you're you're gonna be you're a little old me are you are you slumping in your chair at like 5 p.m sleeping are you at dad sleeping mode is what i'm asking Uh, really no not yeah it depends on what kind of a day i've had like at work but like i i do enjoy like i have a hard time like you know how some people can just be like oh i'm gonna go take a nap and then just go and sleep in the middle of the day yeah that's an incredibly foreign concept to me i have (laughs) no idea how to do something like that yeah it is Uh, weird how you can just sort of divide people into nappers and non-nappers i can nap I can yeah. do it. I'm not a I can sleep anywhere type guy. That's who I find incredible. People who are like oh. sleeping in cars. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. That's not me. No. Last time I slept in a car, it was just because I had been awake. It was like uh, the spring, and I had been awake for like I had been awake for like 36 hours due to various uh, right. lo- logistical problems, and I was in the car with my brother, and I just I just completely fell asleep uh, and woke yeah. up. My neck was all fucked it's it's not nice to sleep in cars. yeah you were at the wheel <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i was the one driving yeah my neck was fucked when i woke up it was really weird <laughs> yeah exactly and you know i really miss my brother because <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh can i ask you something um yeah. when before we started recording you texted you were just gonna grab a cup uh to you does that mean tea or coffee uh it was coffee Okay. Yeah, cup was shorthand for coffee. I'm ju- I'm trying a new thing here. I just said, okay. yeah, I'm making a cup. I'll see you mm-hmm. in uh, whatever. No, I I do drink tea. I do drink it a lot, but mm. it's coffee in the morning for me. Yeah. No other way about it. I've been on two a day for way too long. I barely even feel the second one. I don't know why I do it. I needed it for a little 
little get a little jazzed yeah, up for this, little, for this little, recording. Little, yeah, little pep. Yeah, and when I'm recording with um, fucking American ingrates, I have to, <laughs> I have to be like, oh yeah, no, I'll, yeah, sure, I'll, I can record at nine p.m. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I understand. You have to get up at three because you 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 have nothing better to do with your life, and uh, yeah, that means I have to do it at nine. I, I'll drink a coffee at nine. That that won't fuck my whole thing up. Sure. Yeah, you're up yeah. at like midnight uh, trying to record a podcast with yeah. like Patrick or something. <laughs> yeah, basically. Although he was very good about it, he let me he let me do seven. So I, oh. I only had to drink a coffee at seven p.m. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's all good. I just need to move to America. I need to go to New York and live the sort of podcast intelligentsia life uh, as a guy with seventy-three subscribers on Patreon. I think well, I deserve it go. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, when you hit a hundred, I think oh, that's baby. when it, that's when it's like trying to head across the Atlantic. It is wild how like yeah, if you get if you get a uh, hundred people paying you five bucks a month, that's five hundred dollars a month. That's yeah, rent. Yeah, all you is, need is a hundred, hundred yeah. uh, invested uh, shut-in shut-ins, teenage shut-ins with <laughs> you know problems uh, idolizing with idolization problems. They sort of yeah for some reason they're not a fan of a band. They like a guy on Twitter. This like this uh, this Patreon offer some sort of like uh, like in the Google AdSense. Oh, this is just stupid work stuff, but like it'll give you a, a breakdown of your demographics. Um, or this Patreon actually, offer I haven't then. checked. I haven't checked. Maybe yeah. I don't think it's that um, involved. I think it is. It does tell you how much you're earning. I think that's it actually. Okay, so like you don't have any you don't have any data on your. No, I don't. Your... I don't. Well, yeah, I think everyone should though fill in a survey when they subscribe to me. Just tell me what's going on in your life, what your belief system is, uh, yeah. like your all the details on the front and back of your credit card. Yeah. Are you are you sexually active? Yeah. License plate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like how many languages do you speak? That would be a nice one. Yeah, like how many how many polyglot fans do I have? I bet not many. No, but I mean, if you're gonna so, scale this uh, podcast of yours into a some sort of media empire, oh you yeah, need of to, course. you need to start by figuring out sort of how to market to the people who listen to you, and to be able to do that, you need more info about them. That's very true. Yeah. that's that's the sort of corporate job, Bill, speaking right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, I do uh. I'm, what I'm looking forward to, if look, if this is just going to grow a little bit, all mm. I want, all I want from the world is just for this to just hit the sweet spot where it's paying my bills for some mm. reason, and mm. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not. There's no. I'm not getting. There's no. It's nothing more than that. Yeah. It's just like a, a thing I get to tell people, like uh, yeah, that's I. I just do a stupid podcast and it pays. That's why I. I don't have a job right now. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm playing guitar at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> but, uh, like, uh, my nightmare is for it to get, at, like, literally any more popular than that. Mm. Where, um, I don't know. I don't I don't want that. I don't want that for myself. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, because with popularity, I feel like, comes demands, you know? Then I don't want gonna... people knowing my last name. <laughs> like, I, I'm good. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, because then, you know, the more you, you, you grow, the more, like, people are going to want things from you, you know, better also interviews, true. better audio. 
Is there any part of you that that wants that kind of val- I mean, you have you had a Twitter, you had a comedy Twitter account, so I guess what like where's the validation center in you for that? You know, how does that work? Uh, I don't know, cause like it's it's like one of those things where you, um, it becomes a habit, right? You start doing it for fun, and then it becomes a habit, and then I think from yeah. a habit, it very easily becomes like a validation addiction in a way right yeah i think i think depending on what kind of person you are i think you can sort of curb that within yourself and then i think the sweet spot is just like not sort of not like when you turn off like notifications (laughs) so you like uh, sure yeah and you just like uh, do things that you think are funny i only just hit that sweet spot i don't i don't um and it's not even through any kind of inner jihad. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just, um, my life got a little better. And I was like, oh, I don't need to spend a third of my day on this anymore. This is good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You get to that point where it's just like, oh, actually, like good things are happening in my life right now. I don't <laughs> like, I don't want to lay in bed and like scroll this thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Well, you know. We so wait what 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 did we even talk like I'm trying to remember what we even talked about yesterday. Um, we we talked about Def Jam comedy. We did. We did yeah. do that, and it's yeah. not and that uh, that's not linked to the race relations discussion you mentioned. No, no, we sort of nope. bridged. We springboarded off of Steve Harvey, <laughs> both liking right. Steve Harvey into race relations. Yeah, Steve yeah. Harvey is really good. Yeah, he's incredible. Great comedian. He looks the part as well. Yeah, Too many of these guys good. don't look the part. Doesn't he look kind of young too? Like I feel like I, I oh no, yeah yeah he's, I have no idea because he, he shaves he his head and dyes his mustache. He's looked yeah. the same for decades. Because I have no idea how old he is, but if someone told me he was forty five, I would believe them. But I'm yeah he's, he's like, like in his sixties. Like, I think he's yeah. almost seventy. Jesus, yeah. You know he's he's doing Family Feud Africa. He's taking Family Feud around Africa. Or he had or he was like a year ago, I guess. I don't know. Oh, the, he's really like building his empire. <laughs> he's yeah. he's got like he's done so much, um, and he's just on top of that was just like an amazing stand-up comedian. Very very funny. Yeah, oh, I didn't know I that, was, that he did uh, Family Feud Africa. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about um, because we were talking about also, like just appreciating uh, Bernie Mac as well. I was mm-hmm. I'd forgotten about a bit that really made me laugh. Because the funniest thing about these guys is they'll say something as a given that mm-hmm. is just surreal like yeah. um bernie mac does a whole bit about uh what happens if you grope women and he's like you know if you if you go up to a woman and grope her um and you and you just like yeah grab her ass she'll say she'll you know she'll freak out and then he does an impression of a woman going police like <laughs> that's like a punchline which is i find so funny it's just a perfectly normal reaction to that is the punchline. and then he goes but but if you go up to a woman and you say i, I want to lick your asshole real quick then she'll go when <laughs> when are you gonna do that like his his joke is like you can say these things to women and they they it's hypocritical because they actually find it funny and endearing and then the whole the whole audience like is like yeah that's right yeah <laughs> like, that's so true women are like that it's like one of the greatest like if one of the best things that like a, a great stand-up comedian will do in my opinion is just to get the the audience to agree with something completely insane and like yeah yeah, yeah. it's really good yeah it's um 
Bernie, Bernie was a king. Yeah, taken too I, soon. Exactly. And I feel like you have to have a, a you have to have a certain like charisma to do that. Like if you're if you have oh, yeah. enough if you have enough like swag and control over oh, a yeah, room, yeah, you sure. can get them to agree with anything. Yeah, there's yeah. just he just small things he says make me like laugh so hard. Like he yeah. was saying, um, he was talking about one of his his kids being creepy and like not talking. Basically, he was like, <laughs> "Man, uh, I don't know what you're gonna do if the house starts burning down. You better have a horn or a whistle or something." <laughs> the idea, a horn or a whistle. <laughs> Such a great little yeah, touch to that. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it really is good. Man, I'm only just coming around to being able to watch stand-up comedy again, and now like I can watch pretty much anyone who's doing a good job and controlling the audience well and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I used to just completely, uh, I'd overexerted myself and couldn't watch it for years, yeah. basically. Yeah, I think I watched a lot of stand-up comedy, comedy like in my teens and stuff like that, because I didn't. I think it took a long time for me to realize sleep like even what stand-up comedy was like, right i don't really know like i think it sort of depends on where you're raised and like what what kind of um culture you're exposed to but i remember watching like some friend of mine in like high school was just like we we're sitting in like the computer room in the school and he was just like looking at stand-up and i was just like what are you doing and he's like it's a stand-up comedy man you should check this out i can't remember who it was now because it was like some swedish comedian uh, but I was like, oh, right. you can do this. You can like just get up on stage and uh, <laughs> and crack jokes. And it took me a while to realize that they actually have like um, that they're like musicians, so they have like a set. I thought that right, yeah. I, I thought for like a long time that it was just someone who was going like, up there. naturally very funny, yeah, just yeah. going up there, just speaking their mind, you know. Yeah, for sure. You ever think about doing it when you were oh, younger? Uh, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> I have never like, no I you gotta do it like one of those people do it for like self-help reasons they're like i just need to get over my fear oh uh, well yeah i mean that would be good it's good to face your yeah. fears but like because like my brother does uh my brother's improv uh really and he's very funny at it and like i, I went to see him live and i was just like every time i'm just like terrified beforehand <laughs> because behalf. yeah on, yeah on, on his behalf but like on the behalf of everyone there I'm just like terrified but then right. like it starts gelling and it gets funny and you totally <clears throat> forget all about that that's interesting yeah well wow. yeah improv's uh yeah improv's a different animal that's crazy yeah crazy stuff do you think um i don't know do you think the world do you think the world's gonna burn crash and burn we're all gonna die probably yeah i don't really know the um, the time frame of the whole thing but i think i think we got a while I yeah think, I, think I think i'll so die i think i'll die all right it's funny because it's funny watching people on the internet be like um pissy is probably the wrong word but be like um dismissive or not dismissive i just say things like um the the planet the boomers left us with is is dying how dare they and then it's just <laughs> funny to think like of if you think you're annoyed at like your grandparents' generation. Think about how annoyed your grandchildren will be at you. Like you yeah. will leave them with such a a more unambiguously horrible <laughs> like yeah, climate yeah. disaster world. They enjoy it while you can. Enjoy the indignant uh indignation while you can because you're gonna 
yeah. real, get real fucked up soon. A- absolutely. Like, if you think that you're pissed off with your parents, just imagine how pissed yeah. off your kid's going to be with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're pissed off at them for, quote-unquote, not doing anything and letting the world get like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? Like, you, you think, yeah, you think exactly. by the time your kids are born, you're going to look, you're going to smell of roses? You took yeah. three flights last year. And even if you didn't, it's the thing where it's just like, I don't know, like if you're sitting in your room and you're pissed off uh, at your parents specifically for like causing this, it's like, right, yeah, do you, th- that's do you think do you think that they somehow had like a larger influence on the world around them than you have right now? Like it's like yeah. an individual, like, I don't know, it's stupid to blame generations for anything. And I think that in certain ways, uh, you know, I think, you know, Boomers can be kind of entitled, and I think Gen Xers sure. think that they're awesome because they think they're the first people to invent being sarcastic. And millennials, <laughs> such as myself, we suck too. But like, also just like being too serious about generational stuff is kind of uh, lame. Sure, I mean, that's pretty silly. Come on. <laughs> what, 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 what's the Zoomer? What's the Zoomer? Like, what are what's the next generation's issue going to be with Zoomers? Do you think? Oh, like the ones that are coming after the... Yeah, yeah, like not... I think it'll be different from like what millennials think about them. It'll be something else. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like what millennials uh, hate Zoomers because of TikToks and... Uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, gender or something. But like, uh, I don't know. Like, because what I find interesting with like Zoomers is that... Or maybe it's not even Zoomers anymore. I have no idea how this generational stuff work. But like young people today what i find interesting is like you know how fashion trends is like everything comes back and now like right yeah the, the, now like the cool kids today dress like the cool kids did like when i was in high school so right. it's like it's got come back to that like early 2000s stuff again which yeah. i thought was like dead in the water <laughs> <laughs> definitely like, like yeah bat like super baggy yeah super baggy like super yeah. baggy pants like super baggy jeans like those really wide like yeah. jeans you know it's like if, it's like the opposite of the hulk it's like they they got angry and shrunk yeah <laughs> yes it's exactly it's exactly like that yeah i saw a i saw a person outside yesterday a guy and he was wearing like a he looked like a a cool like a cool guy a cool fit, right. you know when you see a cool 15 year old yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was wearing like a he was wearing a, a velour tracksuit top right and i was just oh like my. god damn that's back that's like sweet that's like something nelly would wear in a, in a music Excellent. video in 2002 yeah. you know i'm for it yeah yeah they will have they will have floppy hair and uh dangly earrings on tiktok ah okay yeah i think that's probably more of a uh like oh i saw it on the internet thing Mm, yeah no it's it's i don't know i'm not smart enough to know about fashion trends but i think that if you if you know about that it's probably pretty interesting to track you know yeah yeah you have had any like fashion friends friends that followed like high fashion it seems like such a like it takes up so much of your time to just keep track of all this stuff yeah i i think you know I've, I've, I have, I've, you know, I certainly know people who are stylish and dress well, like, you know, um, but I don't know if I've ever had like anyone who's like into high fashion and like, who's like, has their finger on the the pulse, you know, I feel like Sarah probably has like a lot of 
she knows about a lot about stuff and i think she's very like uh fashionable but right serial wife yes exactly sorry <laughs> I, I forget that i'm not just talking to you but no, like no. i think that i think that like high fashion it, at least in my head that's uh something else you know Right. Are you talking about like runway fashion or are you talking about like just brands, <laughs> well, over, we, like over expensive brands? Here we go. I don't know anything about this. When I think high fashion, I think like runways and like fancy brands and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. And I think that stuff is like really cool, but I don't know anything about it, you know? Like I, yeah, I, I know, I know yeah. nothing about it too. And also like, I think the impulse is always to be like, well, look at what they're wearing. They look so unwieldy and like, you wouldn't wear that out in the real world. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know. Uh, look at, it's like, it's like someone reacting to noise music. If all they listen to is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh Ariana Grande. It's, yeah, exactly. it's, but, and also just like, what's the, what's the, like, you're not meant to, at, at least that's my understanding is that, you know, you're not meant to uh, wear the stuff that they have on the runway, right? That's just yeah. Like, it's all uh, about like what can you create with draping um, just textures over the human body, you know? Yeah, and if like, you what ever, can you do? And exactly. that's cool. It's like that discussion we had in the last podcast, which was mm. about you know, art's cool because it's useless. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is the problem. Like people like make the mistake of of thinking that it has to do has like have some social influence or something or like yeah. or they try to force it um or like meaninglessly tether it to uh like the the real world sometimes i don't know yeah which is lame i like it i like it when it's the furthest it can be from something you know like uh, only yeah. someone in 2020 would recognize or whatever yeah cuz like what, what art that tries to be important is often very bad like i don't really i can't even think of like a good example but like do you remember that movie crash not the david cronenberg movie but the uh, the one based on ballads no book? no no. that one is great that's the oh. cronenberg movie there, oh, was right. a, there was a god oh I the would, one that won the oscar yes yeah i have no idea who made it and i honestly can't yeah, think of either. anyone who was in it but that was like the kind of movie that tried to be like important right and it sucks it's i never like, i don't even know what it's about i think uh, it's like one of those uh, uh i don't even know if i'm going to use this word correctly now but like cornucopia of like where you know it's like a bunch like magnolia you know it's like a bunch of stories and they weave together sort oh. of and i think right. one of the things is is like a super racist cop learning that racism is bad <laughs> <laughs> and this was in like 2005 or something or yeah yeah exactly it's not even right. like in the it's not even in the distant past you know yeah yeah oh my it's funny have you seen the video of um jack nicholson reading that oscar out because he was the one presenting he like does a double take at the at the, at the flashcard. No, well, although that might just be Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson. Like he's not, he's uh, I don't know. He's just he's just checked out oh, these yeah. last like twenty he's, years. He's amazing. Every picture of Jack Nicholson eating at a Lakers game is my oh, favorite yeah. picture. Oh yeah, incredible. In the world. Just like mustard on his shirt. Oh yeah, or just yeah. like th- those pictures when he's like sitting on a when he's on a boat just eating like a massive sandwich. It's he's doing well. I think I have doing all well. of those pictures saved on my phone just because I like looking at them regularly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's like, it does seem like that is just what you do when you're a prolific 
actor, Hollywood actor who's been doing it for so long is genuinely great. It's just the Brando effect. You just become that guy. You yeah, become, yeah. you converge on like a sp- just becoming a sphere, <laughs> like <laughs> just eating turkey yeah. out of the fridge constantly. Uh. Oh, it's so great like i love i love actors who get like insanely fat towards the end of their careers i mean you know brando and um god what is his name um orson welles are like prime examples oh, yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah. like a uh, yeah again it's what happens when you're genuinely re- like you've just you've hit the peak like yeah, orson exactly. welles he does citizen kane at 25 like yeah. what what is there left to yeah. do and it's also just like and beyond that like after citizen kane which is like a fantastic movie that it kind of sucks that that movie has become sort of like a joke a little bit uh because it's right. like it's genuinely like a fantastic movie uh, that happens to everything that gets like over oversaturated, sure, obviously. Yeah. But like every like movies he made after that, like Shimes at Midnight, it's like a fant- like a incredibly beautiful movie, and just like I don't know if you. What's Wells, the one with Charlton Heston playing a Mexican guy? Is that A Touch of Evil? Uh, yeah. I, wait. I think maybe I think so. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Touch of Evil, also a good movie. Now I'm trying to remember if Charlton Heston plays a Mexican guy in it or not, but whatever. That's a good movie. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because, just becoming a big fat guy. I wish... That's how you know they were good. Yeah, because what else do you have left to prove? That's like... A, yeah. That's, the, that's the, the, the testament to a successful life, right? Is that you're like, I don't have anything yeah. left to prove now. That's why Bill Murray, he's still thin. He pretends that he... <laughs> he's uh he's not interested but really all he wants is to to just keep impressing people yeah. just keep appearing in fucking every symmetric wes anderson shot yeah. <laughs> and how then, you, yeah how do you feel about wes anderson um i enjoy the i i think he's fine like i i think i don't really feel the hatred towards him that he sometimes gets and i don't really feel i i feel no pull towards any movie he makes really mm-hmm. but i enjoy i enjoyed rushmore i think it's a good movie i enjoyed mm-hmm. um some of his others the person i don't like is bill murray he he's the one who annoys me yeah yeah i rewatched I uh groundhog day recently because i always <laughs> loved it and then yeah. i rewatched it recently and i fucking hated it he just <laughs> he's playing bill murray he's just yeah. oh once you want- let latch onto that it's impossible to enjoy his stuff i think yeah, I, that's that feels like one of those movies that's, that's very dangerous. Cause like I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and obviously like watching it as a teenager a bunch of times, I love it. But that feels right. like one of those movies that if I were to rewatch it, I might hate it. Right. So like I'm, I'm like I'm staying away from it a little bit because it's yeah. just like it really did take me by surprise that I didn't like it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He just he's just uh, I don't I don't get I don't get it. I don't get his he's the sort of like he's sort of like uh i it's annoying that he's like the bacon of actors uh and like <laughs> he's, yeah he's very freak out about everything and that he has this whole like um urban folklore yeah uh, surrounding him and uh i don't know whenever something Whatever. like that happens i wonder like it's like the question is like how much is how much of that kind of thing is the that is the artist to blame for you know because like you can't obviously can't control how people like interpret and appreciate oh, you yeah, and stuff sure. like that 
But I feel like he specifically leans in. Like, he feels like he's aware of it and sort of leans into it. That's my life. He's aware of it. And I think the the only reason it, it happened in the first place is because he's... Every role he's ever done, it seems like he's just the cool... He's trying to be the cool guy on set who doesn't actually play anything. He just... Yeah. He's just kidding around. He's just yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. He's Bill Murray on set. I don't know. He... I don't know. He annoys me. And I'm sure that I can... He's been in good stuff. I don't. I don't. Uh... I'm trying to think of like I'm. I'm sitting here right now trying to think of like an, a great thing that Bill Murray has been in, and I, I. Like there are things that I like. You know, I like Ghostbusters, the original one, obviously. But that's also right. like uh, it's like one of those movies where it's just like it's impossible to tell if like I like it for any real reasons or just for the fact that like I watched it a lot as a kid. You know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, not that that matters, obviously, but like. Sure, yeah. I watched it a lot as a kid as well. Yeah. Um, I uh, I don't know. Who's I was thinking about? Who's a cool old like uh, old guy actor who just looks cool? I always liked that guy. Um, is his name James Cromwell? Yeah, yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tool character actor. He mm-hmm. he has a cool old guy face. Oh yeah, he has um, like a Bill perfect. Nye really looks great. Yeah. Basically, yeah. if you're staying skinny, I think you you can just look like your your cheeks sink in and your eyes bulge yeah. and you just look awesome. Yeah, just like uh, I don't I don't I'm not sure I would necessarily call him like a great actor, but uh, uh, Peter Capaldi uh, from Oh yeah, he's got uh, a good the thick of it. With, yeah, yeah, he has. Like he's a, great in that. Yeah, he's great. I I don't really know like what else he's in, but like the thick of it is. Like he was a great the Doctor. Show. He played Doctor Who. Oh really. <laughs> Yeah, I have never once seen an episode of Doctor Who. Uh, I used to watch it when I was a kid. It, yeah. I, I think I did definitely have a moment of clarity where I was like, as even as a child, I had it where I was just like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> um, but there, I, there was a couple. There were a couple of good episodes. You know, look, yeah. I'm a British boy. At the end yeah, of the day, I got I got to defend. I got to defend our like one of our two cultural exports. <laughs> uh, so yeah, between that and uh, what's another thing? People like Downton Abbey or like, mm-hmm. which I've never watched. Me neither. But I, I um, feel like Downton Abbey, if I actually sat down and watched it, I would probably like it. But uh, yeah, I'm starting to really enjoy just humorless stuff. Yes. Like, yes. Oh dude, my God. Absolutely. Just, I was, uh, I've been looking for like, a, I don't think I'll ever really find one that scratches the itch because I think I'm too used to reading uh this is a wanky thing to say but i'm too used to reading literature now but mm-hmm. um i used to read fantasy books and i've been really looking for like a humorless fantasy book just oh. like something to really get lost in that i would enjoy but i think none of the prose is ever good enough to sate me but what's that i i've i've uh almost never read i don't think i've aside from reading bilbo once i don't think i've ever read any fantasy uh, right. For some reason, it's just like one of those things that does, just doesn't stick with me. Uh, I read like the Hyperion ca- Cantos by Dan Simmons, but like that's sort of mm-hmm. a combination of uh, sci-fi and fantasy, I guess. Uh, but there is that one fantasy. It's like I think it's two books, and they're God. What are their names? This is terrible content, but uh, yeah, I think they're supposed to be like kind of serious and humorless. Uh, and they're very, very, very popular. God. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Is it The Name of the Wind? I know that that's two books. The Name of the Wind. Maybe. No, probably not. 
I don't, uh, well, it doesn't matter anyway. We're no. uh, this is premium content. This yeah. is this is what the people tune in to hear. Is yeah. two guys <laughs> go like, what is the uh, oh, who's that guy? Um, <laughs> What's the name of that one book with that thing in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, what are you gonna do with the rest of your day? What's what's happening? Uh, I don't know. My um, uh, I'm going back. I have to return this microphone to my friend who I borrowed it from. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't probably not gonna do anything honestly. I, no, that's I, good. Yeah, you have to you have to you have to rest as well. It's too much too much running around. I should probably clean, but can't be bothered. Are you good at are you good at staying on top of things? I try you know? to be, I try to be like whenever I need to do something. If there's something that like needs to be done, if it's like laundry or cleaning or something like that, I can never like relax until it gets done. You know, that's good. Yeah. See, you're so you're such a crypto uh, functional human being. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm such a slob. Oh, it's like, oh no, he's reading big books and cleaning constantly. Yeah. In many ways, I am like a, a Japanese monk. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, this, the discipline of a, of a Japanese monk. No, you ever meditate? I tried to meditate, but I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I don't have. Um, I don't have peace of mind. <laughs> I don't think that's attain. I don't think that's attainable for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I I got. I I keep. I, I'm never good at um doing it every day. And also mm. when I when I do do it. It's hard to tell whether it's even helping with anything. I've never like distinctively felt um, that like I was calmer or more clear-headed afterwards, really. But it is nice. Mm. It's nice to not do something for a while. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I I think that because like I do, I have a really bad back. Uh, that I've I've had like a shitty back since I was a teenager, and I've done like Good some uh, some because uh, I, I I really hurt myself deadlifting in like 2017 or something like I hurt myself badly. Oh shit! Uh, and like uh, to recover from that, I started doing uh, yoga to like get some core strength and stuff like that. Oh and wow! I, and I like doing that, but I, something about meditation is just like. <clears throat> I think I'm too fidgety. Wait, tell me about the deadlifting. What are you doing wrong? Because I, 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 I'm doing a lot of deadlifting. Yeah. Now, um, it's it's a great exercise. It feels so oh, holistic. It's, oh, it's perfect. Like the whole thing. Do you do it without it just, shoes? No. I, I, I always did it. I always did it without shoes because it always felt so much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I gotta try it. Yeah. That's insane. But what? So your form was bad or something? What was yeah, going on? it was. I, it was like a, it was just a freak thing. Like I wasn't even maxing out, and I had done like I was on like my third set of five, I think, and I just just oh. something something happened. Just something just like it was like a tick in my back, you know? Like I, it's like a Fuck. tick, and then I just like I just I I crunched over. Like I was like. And I, I, I had to, I walked home from the gym, like, like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like I was completely, oh my and then I was in bed for like, I'm not even joking. I think I was laying in bed for like two weeks. Uh, oh. And like, it took me, it took me at least a month to be able to walk up a flight of stairs without pain. Uh, Jesus Christ. Like, every time I lifted my leg high enough to get like 
up to a, 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 a step, like my, my back would like start cramping. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's hot. Like I'm so overdue for a, a, a gym injury. Um, <laughs> like I'm not really going super, super hard, but I know that my form's not perfect on anything. No. And I know that I've been going to the gym and I've been like seeing almost no progress just because I don't eat. But it oh, feels yeah. good after I stop exercising. <laughs> like I've never, I've never regretted going to the gym. It always is always such a solid, the most solid I've ever found. Uh, like mood improvement. Yes, absolutely. Thing like you, it's three hours of guaranteed. You feel so much better. Yeah. Whatever like thoughts were congealing in your head that morning are gone. Yeah. Oh, it's like. Uh, it's it's like the the thing which is like i know people like to make that joke that it like it sucks that it's annoying that the, the people who said that working out will solve your problems were right yeah but it's also yeah. it is like true because like i don't know like um that's a viral tweet every fucking yeah you see eight it like, days yeah and exactly. it's like it's funny when it's like a 39 year old person being like <laughs> oh my you're so fucked up that exercise improves your life it's like you you should have had that epiphany uh just after high school exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. no i i mean i i don't go to the the gym now like sarah goes to the gym a lot and she likes that but like i've i'm trying to like do more like running Cause like right. I've done a lot of like weight training and lifting my in my life, but like and I love it obviously. But like as I age, and I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's more of like um, a, what you get used to and you get bored with. And just like I've gotten bored with like I think I've gotten bored with lifting a little bit, <laughs> and right. I don't really have that much of an interest in like making gains anymore. Sure. So uh, what it's like. Uh, so I've started running more. You're going to become one of those gaunt guys that just runs and has giant legs. I don't know. I think it doesn't matter. Like, I think I have like a, I have somehow settled at a weight and I don't think I'm ever going to get below like 210 pounds or whatever I weigh. Cause like, cause like, um, uh, yeah, but whatever, like running, running gives me the best, uh, headspace out of anything like yeah I, I used to i used to run more it was wild if you could i had to do it for a while with people because it was just that's what stopped me i'm so bad with discipline like if i'm alone i would just stop and then once i'd stopped once i i wouldn't start up again basically yeah. or like i i'd broken the seal and if i stopped to rest once then i'd run for another two minutes and then stop again yeah so I'd, i used to run with my cousin um around a big park in london and we'd uh god this is fascinating content this is a great anecdote yeah oh, we yeah. used to run around and it was good <laughs> <laughs> but i remember once i ran to the park then i ran around with him mm. i got a coffee in the park and then i ran back home it was all about like um i think it added up to 12 kilometers or something mm. yeah and i got the most insane uh high from mm, it yeah on the no. way back as the coffee kicked in oh baby yeah that was incredible yeah but it's just like i don't like it, it it works in an it works in an like directly addictive way too right where it's just like if you feel bad if you can feel like if you have a lot of anxiety or something and yeah. you just go out running you will feel so much better like right away yeah it's like it's I, I guess it's you know i'm not a scientist but i guess it's like a dopamine head or something in your head 
Yeah, and there was something about, I think you do, the realization I had immediately after I started was like, oh, fucking great, I have to do this every day now. (laughs) I have to like, this is a lifetime commitment. I have to, if I want to feel like a normal human being, I'm going to have to exercise for whatever, 45 minutes every day. Yeah. And when I don't, and I don't do that, by the way, I'm not that much of a cool guy. I I just, but on the days where I don't, I feel just uh an increment worse it's yeah like the whole day i'm yeah. just having worse thoughts yeah no i i try to run every other day uh i mean sometimes you know getting like biking home from work and like immediately getting changing clothes so i can go out running sometimes that can be kind of like difficult because you're just like i'm fucking tired i want to do anything yeah. else but like it's always so rewarding afterwards that like it's the motivation you can have is just like i want to feel good in my head and like in 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 30 minutes and this is like a pretty cheap price to pay yeah. for that if anyone's listening they don't know what to do with themselves <laughs> they feel directionless yeah start running baby start running if you don't exercise i mean yeah you should yeah it's uh, sorry to go old joe rogan on on your ass <laughs> but it's uh he's right about that yeah Yes. Maybe less so about uh, COVID cures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But, you know. There was, you know, he was taking because the ivermectin thing, yeah. where like everyone's uh, is taking it as an alternative COVID prevention thing. I think uh, it's horse. It's a horse medicine well, of some it's, kind. It's hilarious to hear you pronouncing it the right way because I've been <laughs> pronouncing it in my head like the Swedish way that I ivermectin. Ivermectin. Oh my god! And I don't think that's the Swedish way of saying it. That's just what, that's what's been in my head. Okay, yeah. so ivermectin. Yep, and okay. apparently it's it's someone showed me a a paper, mm-hmm. which um, a scientific paper, which said that it causes it sterilizes eighty five percent of men who take it. Oh really? <laughs> no. Imagine if like eighty five percent of the people of like the people in kansas city becomes sterile <laughs> oh my god is that true holy shit uh it was a it was a low n it oh, was okay. in um uh i think it was in nigeria they just like yeah 85 mm. percent of the guys that they assigned it to and this was pre-covid went okay. sterile okay but it's pretty wild I, I don't know i don't the... know if that's they're huh? taking the human version and not because the human version and the horse are those the same or is there any? I difference? think it's the same. I think it's oh, the same. Okay, but it is pretty wild. So yeah. uh, exercise. Don't take ivermectin. Probably not. And um, unless you want to go sterile. Uh, yeah, actually, if you can't afford the vasectomy, it's worth yes. it's worth a shot. Yeah, but then you know you can always I don't know if you want to go s- sterile maybe get into skateboarding. Uh, do some <laughs> rails and land on your nuts a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. If well, if you don't want anyone to sleep with you as well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a certain type of guy who skateboards, I think it has the opposite effect of uh, of oh, making yeah. you cool. Oh yeah, no, I'm just imagining myself right now on a skateboard, just incredibly Ooh. sweaty. Not Ooh, great. Baby. Yeah, that'd Not be great. great. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't know. Do you, do you do you think you'll get a vasectomy? No. Why would I get a vasectomy? Good, good job. <laughs> you think you'll I be get... a good dad? Are you hoping for kids? Um, One in day? In the future, sure. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would be okay with uh, not having kids, I guess. But 
I think kids would be cool. Like I think, I think I I, I think I look forward to, like one of my close friends is having a kid like any day now, and uh, right, uh, he's so cool about it. You know, like I always because like, I always imagine like the in my head because like this is like my first like close friend who's like having a kid. Sure. And. For some reason, I, I imagine that it would be a bigger thing than it is. But like, he's like completely calm about it and just like, eh, you know, wherever we'll yeah, figure like it out. We're getting a new car soon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Delivered the same way. Well, maybe once he gets it, he'll be like, he's gonna, he's gonna be one of those. Like, it's the hardest thing yeah. you can ever do. You're not a man until you've had a kid. Yeah, but that's cool. like I can't even be friends with people if they don't have kids. What are we going to talk about? Yeah, you know? but I think you when you do certain things in your life, like major accomplishments, I feel like you earn the bragging right of looking down on the people who didn't do it. And then, sure. then you can just like, and then everyone can have like one thing that they're smug about because not everyone can do everything, you know? Yep. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's permission. Yeah, that's how I feel about... Uh, what have I gotten you better at recently? I don't know. I started using parsley a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can look down on people who you don't look, do that. You can look down on me. I don't ever use parsley. You want garnishing your foods? Ooh, baby. Parsley's good. Put it on a sandwich, you know? Put it oh, on... Yeah. Um, if you're just making like a creamy pasta dish, mm-hmm. stick it in there. Yeah. Really, really takes it to the next level. Oh, I have nothing you know? against parsley. But I think my version of parsley is putting chili flakes on literally everything. I, I do that days. too. I do that too. Yeah. I've been doing that for longer. Yeah, it's good, right? It's just like you make a sandwich, you just put fucking chili flakes oh, on Oh, it's it. great. Yeah. <laughs> chili flakes great. Although I, I, I do it more with just um, if I'm... I feel like, you know, when you're cooking, it activates them if you put it in a hot pan. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I like... I like Chili flakes are great. I like... um. I had a friend firstly i'm in england so i'm surrounded by people who can't handle heat at all <laughs> um and like i knew a guy in university who used to find ketchup too spicy really he wouldn't eat yeah yeah um which but, i is can't even conceive of i don't understand i don't either that's a, but that's a, bad even for england but my, my like all the stuff in like a supermarket that is rated like three out of three chilies, like a mm. sandwich or something, whether like this is an extra hot one, yeah. is so mild. It's um, just... But have you noticed like a difference between that? Like if you travel outside the UK, is it like... Good, any... I bet if I went to Pasadena, mm-hmm. Texas, yeah. it would be slightly different. But yeah. that might be because of the vibrant Mexican community. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know keeping things moving i i wish there were more i wish there were mexicans here i met my first cuban this year yeah yeah no i mean yeah not much not much not much to report uh yeah perfectly nice but um yeah we need more we need more spicy shit i guess the indian population doing yeah you have a lot of indian food yeah and, and there, there are saviors. There are saviors. They've saved our culinary landscape. <laughs> uh, yeah, because curry is like very uh, endemic, right, to British cuisine in general. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm using the word endemic, right, but uh, well, I, endemic I implies to... that it only exists there. So, oh. I would say it that, that certainly uh, not. No, the Indian people are also making Indian food. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, yeah. Well, the Brits is just like, you know, 
we haven't got much to work with. Uh, we're just going to make other people's national cuisines mm. ours, basically. Mm-hmm. I like uh, it's. We've got Sunday roasts, you know. Yeah. As far as actual British food goes, we've got Sunday roasts. They're pretty good. Mm. English breakfast, I guess. That's nice. That's nice. But yeah. all these things aren't even like specifically English dishes. It's just like combining basic foodstuffs in a way that maybe is unique. Yeah. But I also think that like the, you know, it's kind of uh, the idea of just like, oh, like uh, all food came from somewhere else. You know, there's like a lot of discussion about like uh, uh, white people, quote unquote, stealing food from everywhere else. It's just like, right. like, like all foods come from some like if, if you care about it on either side of the spectrum, I feel like, like, what do you who gives a shit? Like all food comes from somewhere else. Like, yeah, people can get kind of indignant about it. It's um, I, I don't know. The idea of like treating food with respect. It's like, I don't know, I'm putting it in my body. It's, it's all good. It's going to be shit in like a few people hours. People get... <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to, you know, Sridhar Ramesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a group chat once and someone asked him if he was offended at the idea of... uh... Oh, what was it? It was like, there was like a chocolate curry or something. Okay. And he was like, why would I care about that? (laughs) It's like someone putting chocolate in a dish. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's fine. I I imagine if someone asked me, like... Uh, if I was offended by the idea of like a chocolate meatball or something, it's just like why? Why would I give a shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I yeah. didn't come up with meatballs. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, people. Uh, people get a little too wrapped up in things. This is the anti SJW podcast, by yes, the way. Yes, it definitely is. We're here to put put you all in the ground. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not going to stand for this shit anymore. No, this is. We've already talked about how Joe Rogan is correct on things. Yep. Uh, yeah, we already talked, talked about, about Bernie this. Mac. Uh, yeah, I take back everything I said about Bernie Mac and Steve Harvey. They're actually, <laughs> you know, terrible comedians. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, just I think college campuses are ruining young minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're exposing them to too many ideas. College does, uh, is stupid though. I mean, there's plenty of dumb shit going on in on college campuses. Of course. You know, it's just an extension of high school. People were dumb in high school. They're slightly, slightly less dumb at university. Yeah, but it, it's the idea that people are presenting now is that it's like a new thing, that stupid shit happens at college oh, yeah, campuses. Of course, yeah. like, are you joking? Yeah. That's like the whole point of them. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The only smart people are the people that have been working since they were fourteen in a ga- garage or something. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's like pretty, pretty true. <laughs> I tried to. I I just did some kind of. I tried to say garage, and I said, some like mixture of garage and garage that sounded really weird there. Yeah. Um, I've been. Wondering. I'm fucked. Accents are fucked, man. I I hate being like. I don't have an accent that I settle into very comfortably. Mm-hmm. It's all like some kind of bullshit international mutt voice, mm. and I, I I don't know what to do about it. But I mean, you have like a a British accent, right? And I, like when it I'm, is basically British, yeah. When I'm speaking to you, I'm like worried about whether or not I'm subconsciously picking up like on your accent and then like mimicking it, just because right. like because of like just like a human trait of like trying to. This get is along this is someone. just what happens in the eurozone. Yeah. We're all fucking <laughs> slaves to the american hegemony 
cultural yeah. hegemony we're just watching fucking adults when when we're when we're 14 and it ruins us forever yeah it doesn't uh we uh, one of the first conversations we had together was about like feeling like frauds mm. on the american internet yeah <laughs> everyone yeah. we know on there is american there's no, i wish there was a bustling twitter community in london <laughs> one of the biggest cities in 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 the world uh doesn't have many twitter people i've never no. met anyone really off it other than maybe one uh, other than earth distance but um i'm sure you feel even more fucking alienated but i i've always felt that like because like i was i got into the internet very early in my life like i was allowed to have a lot of unsupervised computer time growing up yes uh, that's how you create a functional human being. Uh, yeah, that's how you get like a good brain. Uh, <laughs> but like, and for for me, the using like like just like if you when I start out like you know just posting on forums and stuff like that, like you or you know, gaming, which was a huge part of it. It's all you always speak English, right? Like because like because right. even if because like if you're in if you're in Europe and you're uh, playing like Counter Strike or something like that, you you match sure. like the servers are like European servers, right? And I don't speak yeah. French, I don't speak Hungarian, I don't speak Russian. Right. So like you speak English with everyone because that's like sort yeah. of what everyone understands, you know? Yeah, that is wild. It's the uh, what do they call it? Lingua Franca. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, yeah, that is wild. I didn't even consider that. So I'm I wasn't checking my privilege as someone who <laughs> speaks English as a first language. No, Although that I, said, you're now reading fucking big ass books yeah. well, in your second language. Well that started like that started as a necessity because like all the books that I when I started when I got interested in, in reading and like I got like got over like sort of an entry level interest like when you've worked through all the books that look sort of interesting to you and you want to see like oh where do these authors get their inspiration from or whatever you know the more the more uh into that you get the harder it is to find books translated yeah Cause like, for sure because like so if you're like sitting in sweden and you're like fuck i want to read infinite jest you can't they've never translated that to swedish for instance like that's it's oh, never happened real? as far as i'm con as far as i know so then it just becomes a thing where it's just like well i might as well read it in english and then it's just like well i also understand english so it's just like why, sure why yeah i always <laughs> i kind of get depressed about the fact that there are all these like great works in probably like Chinese mm -hmm. that I'm never I'm not that just aren't available to me. No, and ever. Like, and like you know, a, there's probably like amazing Russian books that you'll have to Ooh. learn like Cyrillic or whatever yeah. to be able to read. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to settle for or like you know like the inherent poetry to Dostoevsky's sentence construction is just not no translatable. That's, that's like uh, uh, that's like something that I will truly find like sort of depressing because like when you read like if you need read like i don't know like pale fire or something by like, yeah but maybe that was written in english i'm not entirely sure but i like, think that one was written in english okay but i know what you mean and also he translated all his russian stuff back yeah, to english himself. anyway but yeah, like, yeah i don't know if like you're reading like 
uh, Umberto Eco or something. Oh, right, yeah. And like, or I can't, I, I haven't read these books, so it doesn't matter. And I don't know how, but is this not last name like Bolliano or something? The guy oh, Bolaño. Bolaño, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, if I were to read those books or when I read Umberto Eco books or something, it's like I'm reading the English translation, right? So like, am, sure. I, am I missing out on something? Am I missing out on some sort of poetry or some sort of deeper understanding, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's definitely worse if you're into poetry specifically as well. Yeah. Like, uh, which I'm not really, but if um, that's that stuff's really hard to translate. Yeah. But yeah, I do feel, I do feel... I think, um, yeah, I always get kind of excited by like, because I speak French and I like reading in French to like keep it up. So the there are a couple of like Beckett who mm. wrote, I think, a lot of his stuff in French and then retranslated it to English mm. is like kind of a goldmine for me because I guess I can like cross-reference or like, um, I don't know, I think Milan Kundera decided that French was the ultimate literary language and like translated his books from Czech to French. Okay. I don't know. There's stuff like that. So I I don't know. This stuff is very interesting. I, I, it is a shame that it it does like, you do feel like there's something, maybe translation is making something like making something missing or I don't know. Yeah. Cause I've think about that a lot. Like when it comes to like, uh, Swedish movies or uh, Swedish books too for that example but like uh, when I watch like a Swedish movie uh, I always wonder like if I was um, if, I, if I'm work- watching like a Bergman movie who obviously has like a lot of international uh, appeal right uh, also it's funny that I pronounce it Bergman just like in the English way <laughs> even though you know if I were to say it would say Bergman but like right um uh, if you, if I was to, if our, when a, a non-Swedish person are watching is watching a Bergman movie, do they get out of it the same things that I get out of it? Because like right. aside from the, aside from the language, there's also like a understanding of like Swedish behavior or Swedish like. Um, um, Can you talk about that? Like, what are these Swedish idiosyncrasies in Swedish art that you are wondering whether they're translatable or? But it's just it's those it's those tiny things in dialogue or uh, like physical expressions that are like uh, intangibles, right? And they're like, right. and the, I think that obviously every single culture on Earth has those. And I think that you know if you just like do you is every single culture missing out on every single like idiosyncratic thing from other cultures? yeah who knows yeah because i don't know i i guess i i i wish i was more intelligent but like it was (laughs) (laughs) you and me both because then i think i could speak on this with like more authority or something no i think i i get what you mean and i think you expressed it well it's just uh yeah there there are so many nuances it's it's funny how nuanced you can get it seems like you can get infinitely nuanced yeah about these sort of things like i the things you pick up on because we're like to, we're, we're we sort of take for granted how good we are at um picking up on just the s- smallest subtleties in like body language mm-hmm. inflection vocal inflection like um idiom 
stuff like any kind of language stuff because we just speak it all the time yeah we're constantly communicating with people yeah um and everyone's good at it so you don't really have any frame of reference mm -hmm. but if you were comparing yourself to a uh i don't know an alien mm. uh or even just an animal if you could talk to a sheep they'd be like how did you how did you notice what that guy was doing with his hand? <laughs> yeah exactly you know? um and also like i don't know sheep can recognize each other's faces and they'd probably be surprised that we can recognize each other's faces pick like pick someone out of a crowd you know yeah exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm definitely uh digressing a little there but i appreciate that you're you're you're, you're being a good sport about it i i, I actually 100 percent understood what you meant <laughs> oh that's great yeah are you a, but what is like a swedish um I don't know. What's like a culture shock when you visit a different country? What do people? Uh, what are you surprised? What were you surprised that? I think was. I think I'm usually surprised by how, whenever I get to another country, I feel like I'm surprised by how. Uh, I interpret it as people being friendly. Right. Because like I feel like. <laughs> other kind of cultures are. Uh, friendlier than Swedes are, and I don't mean I that heard. as I don't mean that as like because um, I don't think I, I don't think I'm not I don't think Swedes are like bad or mean people, but I think right. that like in other cultures, it's about the surface level politeness and exactly exactly. Yeah. I feel like if you if you if you are somewhere else, if I'm outside of Sweden, I feel like people will greet each other differently, like strangers. I think there's sort yeah. of more. Um, I think people are friendlier to, to each other. I think, the, I think the reason people are extra friendly in America is that it's like tipping culture. You know, mm, yeah. Everyone's well, so course, used to if they have like a if they have a shitty part time job, they yeah. have to like force a smile all the time so yeah. that they don't starve. Of course, and I think that's yeah. probably true no matter where you go in the world. Obviously, yeah. you can't you can't judge like. You can't like go to a restaurant anywhere and be like, "Oh, the this uh, this waiter seems like really <laughs> like he, so nice." I bet he wants to be my friend. It's just like yeah, you know, it's part of. The but that's job. like your daily life as a waiter is that you have to deal with just uh, an infinite chain of people that genuinely think that, and yeah. they're like, "He's laughing at my joke." Like, "Oh, I'm gonna make the same joke he's heard yeah. fifteen <laughs> times this week." Oh, he likes it, isn't he? Nice. I'm, I'm also, I guess, but he, he won't mind if I don't tip then because he's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just, I sorry, I noticed something, and I, I feel like we have to mention the fact that it's it's nine eleven today. Oh yeah. We should do a moment of silence. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I, I feel like that honored. I think that honored everyone that died in nine eleven. Yeah, I think that you know left some room for contemplation. Yeah, that was good, and I think we're also done. By the way, okay. <laughs> that's the oh, end. Oh yeah, that's, we have been... We ended on a high note. That's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a that's a good place to stop at a silent right, Bill, moment. thanks for joining us. Why don't you sign off? Do you have anything to plug? absolutely not uh if you Excellent. play if you play counter-strike uh and you're on the nordic servers you will probably bump into me eventually uh you will know that you've bumped into me because i'm killing the shit out of you and Hell yeah yeah
Say no more. <laughs> Bill, it's been a pleasure. You too, man. It was great. I'll see you around. Yeah, thanks.